We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heapy Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. And with me today, on the bottom of the screen, you have our 2K coach, Frankie. COVID coming back with a vengeance. COVID Kelly. We made so many. We've made we've made too many jokes in this podcast at the expense of, of players. On the left of the screen, right next to me, the wonderful, the talented Siobhan. Welcome. Your maiden voyage on Heat Beat. You might hear her voice on the Miami Heat pregame show, Miami Heat Beat pregame show, or a hangover time postgame show. This is her maiden voyage on the pod. Welcome. What's up, G? Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. First of many appearances, I hope. And we have this esteemed panel to talk about the shit show that is the NBA and COVID, specifically Miami Heat. Now, Siobhan, <laughs> game was canceled on Sunday. Uh, the Heat apparently mm-hmm. could not field enough players. It was kind of weird, right? Because the Celtics were the ones that had that. It was like questionable. It's like, well, how many can the Celtics man? You know, they, they have all these COVID cases, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Robert Williams, all this stuff. And then the, the report came that it's the Heat that don't have the eight players. And you have kind of Goran, which makes it, I have something to say about that, but you have Goran with the knee soreness. You had Myers with the shoulder sprain. You had like Gabe Vincent and like some, I don't know how he got sore. <laughs> right. So you have like these, this collection of knickknack injuries. And then you have yeah. Avery Bradley plus some others in a COVID protocol. And it comes out today um, that. Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, Mo Harkless, Udonis Haslam, Kendrick Nunn, and Casey Akpala are all in the safety health protocols. Uh, that leaves us with Myers Leonard and his questionably strained shoulder. We have Gabe Vincent and some sort of knee injury. We have Olenek with some sort of groin contusion. And we have our very own Max Struess. Siobhan, I don't understand what the fuck the league is doing there is i don't is it fair for me to say that this there is an outbreak no there's an outbreak there's definitely an outbreak there's a fucking there's an east coast outbreak <laughs> only eastern like, teams it's only on the eastern teams but it's not surprising you know east coast is the most populated um i i don't know 
like, what the fuck is going on? We shouldn't be playing. Um, we knew that a bubble for the whole season was untenable. Uh, mental health and all of those types of things went into that. But like, it's 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 getting bad, man. And it's it's interesting, like, like of the last four teams that the Wizards have played, all of the all of the opposing teams have had people come out, but none of them have the. They're not being restricted. They're still playing. Like we need a pause. We need a break. Sit the Wizards down. Maybe I don't know. If we need a, a collective <laughs> couple weeks to just let everything to just let everything recalibrate. It's, no one's gonna nuts. miss them playing basketball. Oh. Huh? No one's gonna miss them playing <laughs> basketball. The yeah, not who Miami. Oh, oh the Wizards. Wizards. Like, who the fuck you don't miss. Oh, shit. We might not miss us playing right now too. I'd be glad for a break, <laughs> settle, work this shit out. We look bad, Just but I don't know. Watch some the film. The league looks bad. It, yeah, like we we tried. You know, the product's damaged right now. We got guys out all over the place. Games postponed. It's okay. Take a break. Um, pick it back up, or it's just gonna keep going. Everyone's oh. a close contact of a close contact. <laughs> Like, yo, I, I made the joke last time, like the NBA is like, as a league is going to have herd immunity before society is like, they're just all good. Like might. Bam, Bam might have it twice and none poor guys. Yeah. Um. So it's kind strange. of to your point before about the wizards, January 3rd, wizards play nets, January 5th, KD has to quarantine January 6th, wizards play 76ers, January 7th, multiple Sixers quarantine January 8th, wizards play Celtics January 9th, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have to quarantine. And then obviously the wizards play the heat. And then, so and then that's by Justin Russo at flyby kite on Twitter. Um, covers the Clippers. It's a great job. I don't want to blame it on specifically the, the wizards because it doesn't right. make sense that they would play on and then the positive test turn runs the next day. And I, you know, Al said this right. last show, like if we're tracking like where they got the positive test, it's honestly a useless exercise that doesn't help anybody. I mean, the, the reality of the league, uh, Frankie is the reality of the league. And this is what the players and the, and the executives and everyone signed up for. I, I, I think that it's a little, it makes me uncomfortable to read that they expected postponements. Uh, right. They planned for it and they mm. say we expected it, which is just like, it's just a weird thing to say. It's like, yeah, we expect people to get this death eating virus, uh, but we're good. Uh, we're good. And by the way, we're welcoming in right now our heat Twitter president Alf live from his car. Alf is doing the Izzy Gutierrez coming live from his car. Alf talking about whatever the fuck the league is doing right now. You know, it's not working. And Siobhan made the point of, they need they need some sort of shutdown. We reported yesterday that the that the league was going to kind of meet with executives, and that meeting, uh, as Woj reported, uh, will be tomorrow. Alf, if they're not shutting the league down, I don't really know what the fuck their priorities are other than the bag. Um, that is their only priority. Um, they're not going to they're not shutting the league down. They're not going to even take a. I don't I don't even see them taking a small break. They're just going to keep postponing games. They're going to do what the uh, Major League Baseball did, I think, and they're, they're just going to try to power through it. Like it, uh, it, it shows goes to what it's all about. It's all about money. Can you even see me? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm. No, yeah. Oh, stream, stream, stream okay. can see you. Stream can see you. Well, all right. Uh, yeah. It's just uh, this. Is what it, I just. It's all about. It's all about money. It's and that's you know. And I, uh, Ethan actually tweeted something out today, and I agreed with it. This is the season that's going to get the asterisk, right? No, I don't think so. Because Alf, by by playoff time, they're going to be in a bubble. 
I'd like, unless we're fully vaccinated as a society, I just think that they're either going to play without fans or in a bubble. And at that point, what the fuck? Well, we never take regular season records seriously. Who the fuck cares? He wore a fifth seed and made the finals. But I'm I'm talking about there's going to be teams that legit, like, I mean, lose like dozens of games because they have, like, you know, like, look at the Heat. They have no chance of winning uh, on Tuesday night. Well, I mean, Max Struess is going to be your starting shooting guard. Like, that's what I we've mean, been clamoring I'm for. I'm a fan of the Struess. I mean, I'm a fan of the Struess. Who's we? I mean, hold on. Wait, uh, to your point, Frankie, like, I'm saying this, but, I mean, if the, like, if the if the Orlando Magic lose twelve games because of COVID, it's not like they were winning the championship. If the Heat drop twelve games and are a seven seed or whatever, it's not. I I don't know how I don't know how much that's going to affect their their because everyone's going to miss games. Alf, I think it's clear that no team is going to go through this season without some sort of two week period where your whole fucking team's out. So I, I kind of get the idea behind it. But I kind of feel like we're going to look at it the same as last season. This shit's going to be weird. This regular season largely is about survivability. It doesn't matter. Just everyone's going to get to the playoffs. They're going to have some sort of bubble. They're going to do something to keep people safe because the integrity of your playoffs matters. Nobody cares about the regular season games while the NFL playoffs are happening. Nobody ever watched these games. This is just us. This is just Heat fans and us. Like nobody gives a shit about Kings Warriors on a Tuesday. Just us. (laughs) Right, Frankie. Like, I, I don't, I, I don't really see. I, I get the point, and I agree to an extent. I just think that the regular season, largely, nobody ever cares about, and I think by the playoffs, they're going to get it right. But uh, you also have to take into account that, that this is a season where they're introducing the play-in tournament, right? Yeah. Like, see after now, and it, you know, you say like, I, I think they're probably going to look into a bubble too, but uh, you look into it. The season just started. There's teams yeah. that haven't played. Most teams haven't <laughs> played 15 games, and you're if 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 it's going towards a shutdown or guys shutting have to shut down two weeks. There, I think there's there's a chance for injuries to come right after it because these guys, a lot of these guys aren't in game shape yet. They're not. They're not in pre, the shortened preseason, shortened training camp, shortened off season. I think that there's a real good chance that there could be a, a higher risk of injury, not well, just I mean, because of COVID. That's why you see guys wrestling on back-to-backs, right? Siobhan, like Westbrook wrestling back-to-back. Like all these guys, uh, Draymond wrestling back. Like these these guys, vets, are, are wrestling on back-to-back. So, like, I think that's a valid concern. But, like, no, you know. No, what Draymond's wrestling for? He's been. <laughs> yeah, he, listen, he's old. They got to they protect <laughs> yes, him. He's, he he's expensive. Yeah. He's a, that's an expensive guy. But. I mean, like, I, I got, I get, I kind of see Alps points, Siobhan. I kind of want your thoughts on that. But, like, whoever's whoever's in the playing tournament, you know, if they're fucking cheated out of a couple wins, at the end of the day, like, I don't care if, like, the Memphis Grizzlies, like, got screwed out of a playing spot. Like, whatever. Fine. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think, I think a little bit more stock has to be put into the regular season. Like, like Frankie said, um, we are introducing the plan this year. And just for, you know, for, if nothing else, continuity, right? Do we have people in and out of lineups? I mean, we're used to kind of, you know, some janky lineups, but you, I don't know, man, you got, you have to figure it out. And I think it needs to be figured out before playoffs or your playoff product will be some poo because you have teams, you know, with records that they shouldn't have seating that is terrible. Um, we're, we're not going to have fans again. So 
that Hong Kong is part of the thing does or doesn't matter. But I think there's something to be said for um, looking to get it right before then. If, if the NBA is, is touted as the league that like gets it right the most. The woke league. Um, the, the, uh, or the more woke of the leagues. Yeah. Um, and okay, cool. You we got the bubble right. We did that. And, you know, I, I get it. We got to protect the bag, protect revenue and income and all that stuff. But I almost like want to say, like, let's not get greedy here. Like, yeah, push, try for the season. We are trying. Um, I don't know. I, I think they have come up with they have to do something. There needs to be a pause F for nothing else. The integrity of the product. No one wants to see uh, Max Struess and whoever else we're trying out there. Alpha and I do. <laughs> Y'all can have that. And then if our, you were, if you were storming the Capitol, you probably would. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Abel. Hey, MAGA lineup. <laughs> Schmethan Schmolnick in the chat says uh, he he's, he disagrees with you, Gianni. He goes, uh, he's a degenerate gambler. He stands for Kings Warriors money line. That you know, I was laughing at the idea of the league finding Philadelphia for for fake, <laughs> for fake resting Ben Simmons to try to get out of the game, and and I'm like, they find him specifically because that fucked up a money line. Like that just totally yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's totally you know, we got to protect their gamblers. Um, you know, Tiff, our, our, our Tiffany resident hater, uh, can hear her on hangover time and on the EP <laughs> pregame show. She says teams are going to fall too far back in the standings. Uh, Troppy baby, yeah. AKA Alex Toledo says the woke league selling off for their guys, health and money. Listen, that's, uh, we, yep. we've been knowing that that yeah. that's, that's how they operate. Um, for me, there's like, a lot of things that need repair. Like a lot of the product needs repair. The image needs repair. Cause yeah, we look like the rest of the money grubbing leagues. And um, I don't know. I, I agree with too. I think, yeah, you're going to see like important teams and teams that shouldn't be where they are end up further down the standings than they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID injuries, continuity, just all of those things combined. Something. Yeah. You know, I, gee, I think, Gee, I think you're a little bit off. I think it's not just going to affect the, the seventh, eighth, and ninth seed. I think you're yeah. literally going to see some of these teams that are title contenders, like maybe on the fringe, like the Heat were last year. The Heat were a third, fourth, fifth seed, a title contending fringe team. And this season, I mean, if they go on like a 10-game losing streak or even a five, six-game losing streak because they don't have Jimmy, uh, Bam, Boy, like they're missing all their guys, it could literally drop them out of the playoffs yeah. this year. I don't think it's, yeah. but that's going to happen to other people too. That's my thing. It's like, and like, I, I think but, that that's, I think it's, mean, it's not like, it's not like it all balances out. You could just yeah. you could have, <laughs> you could have a team like the, a, a total fraud ass team as a two or three seed. It's going to be a, I don't think it's going to get to that. I, I, I really don't. Why not? Why, why, why if, not? If, if the Lakers, There's no predictability. If the, lose, if the Lakers lose LeBron and, and AD for two weeks, and that's like what? what? That's what? seven games, right? You know, that's a lot what of games. Teams gonna move into, uh, move into the, to the, and that maybe they do it twice in the in a year because of contact tracing. Like it could completely like throw off. Okay, that that I'll give you if it meeting. if it happens multiple times. If you get unlucky, yeah, I do that. And, and it's not gonna be. It's not luck. It's gonna happen. No, you're right. It's I, contagious. You're right. <laughs> 
it just seems no. it seems untenable for them. It seems like they can't. This is not like the NFL, like Alf, like you said, where they have a whole week in between us. There's a 50 man fucking roster. Which is why they have to take the time. They have to create the time. This currently is more untenable than the idea that it's going to stop or any of that type of thing. It's only going to get worse. It's just going to keep going. Oh, and, and they didn't even plan ahead. That We got back-to-backs early on in the season yeah. where you're traveling to multiple cities, playing multiple teams. So it, you know, in a big span, you're playing, you're, you're connected uh, all around with like 12 teams. How are you going to prevent that if you're not going steps ahead and try like they I thought they had great idea early on talking about like we'll, we'll have a team stay in a city, play their two season series in that 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 week and be done with them. And you're not you're not going to see heat bucks in, in later on in the season, maybe until playoffs. I thought that was the most tenable uh, way to do it. Instead, you got the Heat get three days off. Then they have a back-to-back, um, Boston and Washington. Then they got they travel. They get a day off to travel, and then they play Philadelphia, who's just play, played a back-to-back against two other teams. You can't. How are you going to prevent COVID spreading like that? You can't. Domino effect. Complete domino effect. And, and even baseball, that was a shit show. Like Frankie saying, they were in the same city for three, four, four days. At least you, and they had 25 man rosters and, you know, socially distant by design sport outdoors. The the NBA (laughs) has none of those advantages. (laughs) (laughs) The perfect socially distant team sport. It it really is. Hey, everybody. Before we get into today's pod, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here on Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you wanted to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive cover art, Q&As of Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and e-learning course filled with tips and tricks. On top of that, we'll get you sure published to apple spotify google stitcher and other listening platforms and the best part is that you can get this all for 15 dollars a month that's the same rate that any other hosting site would just charge you for the initial setup so whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow hustle is an open door to your sports experience acceptance to the program is limited so get your application in today to apply go to bwhustle.com join check out the description box for this episode to find out more that's bwhustle.com slash join i like i i think the like and you know siobhan part of this could also be you know there's a christmas spike and guys went to their families for the holidays and this would line up pretty well with that and this could be a result of you know dudes you know getting it from you know the opepin or whatever right Or, or uncle luke or whoever whoever the hell your your relative is um yeah uncle luke Hey. I was just, I, I just, I just, I was like uncle something. Hey. I, I went Theo Pepin and I didn't want to isolate the non-Hispanic portion of the audience. So I just went uncle and I, I don't know why I thought Luke, yeah. I, I went to Luke. Was that bad? You know, uncle Luke is great. You get a lot Listen, from okay. uncle Luke. Great. Legend. Miami legend. <laughs> um, no. Uh, so I agree. And I think that just, I think that highlights the point like, okay, why wasn't this something that was thought of? Right. Like why wasn't there like a little built in, um, maybe the, at the crux of the new year, there should have been something in place, understanding that guys may travel, guys may do this and that. Um, I don't know. I, I just think that it was 
I don't know, just being kind of like naive or or just not giving it the the due that is due or the credit that is due. Um, and maybe it is just the Christmas holiday spike, but that one spike still being spread makes more spikes. So, yeah, and, and they also knew they also knew Christmas was in was coming. Like, yeah, like, they pushed. It just doesn't feel like there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of thought behind this. They, they literally started the season. They that specifically week. wanted to start for Christmas. Yeah, maybe everybody should have played on Christmas so nobody got a holiday. <laughs> the fact that they didn't go to twenty man rosters, yeah, like that's a part I, I will never understand. That part's ridiculous, like, but I, I, the, I think I understand that too because, like, you know, at the, at the end of the day, if the Heat have all their fucking team out, and now you're playing the same guys that we just mentioned plus seven G leaguers, like, I, I don't know how that makes it much better. I think that the postponement of games is probably, and I agree that they should have an expanded roster to 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 limit this, but this is, oh, it's but at least. Tiff makes a good point in the chat. She's like, y'all know the New Year's spike hasn't hit yet. It hasn't hit yet. Yeah. Right. So that's another week from now. So we're looking at the same, it's cyclical until there comes, until there's a hard stop is going to keep being a cycle. They don't have, opinion. they don't have much recourse. They don't seem interested in a, in a, in a stoppage. I imagine that coaching staffs are fed up. I don't know. I, and it's hard to say with the players. Right. What did Chris then? Chris put out something yesterday that like teams are asking for a pause. There's supposed to be a yeah. board of governors meeting tomorrow. Yep. Chris scooped Woj. How about that? <laughs> Our own Christian Hernandez scooping Woj, and then some some NBA executive came out and and kind of said, "Oh, you know, we're we're going ahead. This is all going as planned. We're fine. There's not there's no problem here." And I texted Chris and I was like, "Yo, Chris, you want to like double check? I know that you know we're." Uh, Listen, we're a journalistic property here. Brian and I went to journalism school. You know, we know what we're doing. But I was like, Chris, you want to double check? And Chris was like, no, nah, I stand by what we're saying. And I was like, okay, me too. Uh, and he was right. So how about that? Scooping Woj out here on Miami Heat beat. They don't have much recourse, Alf. They don't have much they, they don't have much of a choice. They're probably going to have to tough this out. I I don't I know that they're going to meet with the board of governors, and what's probably going to come out of it is they're going to like you like you suggested expanded roster, some sort of cap flexibility if a guy gets hurt because this as Frankie kind of alluded to, th- there's a lot of injuries, and they're going to just kind of hope that this that 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 this just a holiday spike and that this will go away. I mean, isn't that what baseball did, basically? Like, you had teams full of, like, Mager and all kinds of just crap. Like, it, it, that's what's going to happen. Like, Beasley is going to be starting for the Heat this year. Like, <laughs> Oh, don't, don't tell me. Beasley. Don't tell me. Gianni's going to spread COVID just for that. Thomas, let me tell Bees and Rio. Let's go. Look. Yep. I mean, let, let's be honest with you. We are very close to a Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Andre Iguodala, Kelly Olynyk, and Myers Leonard starting lineup. We're close. Fire. We're close. Yeah. That's a lot of shooting. <laughs> that's, a, that's a spaced floor with Strews coming off your bench. Watch out, Philly. I don't know how I don't know how Embiid can guard that. That's a lot of movement. That's a lot of they're gonna play. Listen, how much for Alf, Savon? How much zone are they going to play with those guys out there? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be all. Right, it's going to be every bed. Right. I'm just letting you know I'm out. I'm um, I'm at my destination. I just want to let you guys know that even with what's happening, KZ still won't get minutes. Well, he has COVID. So he has, he's in the protocol, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. But even even if he was the only guy on the roster, they just forfeit. 
<laughs> you look like you look like Alf. You look like Rick Ross in a Maybach. <laughs> this, this is definitely not the Maybach. I'm budget Rick Ross in an Altima. Is what I am. <laughs> Neither beer. Right, Take care, bro. Uh, check out Alf on Hangover Time, the host of our post game show. Uh, it's it's great. It's honestly as good a post game show as there is anywhere. So as much as we love Sun Sports, shut that shit off and come to Twitch.tv slash miahipi <laughs> and uh, and and put that up because Siobhan, Alf, and, Frankie. And- Light skin opinions. Light skin opinions. Got to play light skin so. opinions. And that's light skin opinions. We're going to do some streaming of light skin opinions here on our Twitch page. So check that out. Uh, we're going to, they're going to do like an LSO sports. So we're going to get the LSO guys, you know, Alf, Maddox, Paris, they're, they're kind of takes on sports and sports culture through their perspective. And it's going to be really fun. We're excited for that. And uh, check, follow their YouTube page, uh, the LSO podcast. Um, we will, we will provide a link. Uh, we'll, we'll tweet it out. We've been tweeting it out regularly. Follow them, support what they're doing, uh, support us here on Twitch, either by subbing or by following or whatever. Uh, we, we greatly appreciate it. Thing I kind of want to talk about is, you know, kind of removed from the COVID impact of the league is the heat were finally, it felt like at least offensively, Frankie getting their footing, right? Like I know that the wizards play dog shit defense, but at least you see Jimmy attacking the rim. You see that they kind of stumbled into something with Jimmy at the four plus shooters. And now they're not going to be able to play. And I don't, and Jimmy's a guy who's older, uh, who kind of took him a little bit to get his sea legs, you know, Goran, I think you trust him to be ready, but you know, you kind of have these guys with an on off layoff. It's really tough. Yeah, I mean, we we saw a little bit of Jimmy surrounded by shooters in uh, the finals when Bam and Goron went down, and they had to start Myers and and Kelly and and you know really uh, spread them out and let and Jimmy go to work. Uh, and that's obviously a formula for success, as as Jimmy had some of the best finals performances in Heat history. Yes, better than LeBron. Um, LeBron had good finals but, performances. I I never. Oh, he he had a, he had thirty seven in the game seven closeout. Come on, man. I mean, that's, that's where the Spurs really played. <laughs> they were the Spurs were giving him that midi. Ah, he just kind of came off that threes, pick bro. and pull. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's the come batty, on. Man. Hold on, wait a second. That's the Battier game. Why are you giving LeBron the credit? Because no, it is the Battier game. But they, but LeBron also hit the dagger too. And Dwayne scored twenty three. Dwayne had a low key bad series, and then he pulled out that jack. <laughs> let's go tyke uh tyke has joined the chat tyke has joined the stream no but i mean jimmy we we talked about jimmy that jimmy's just uh kind of uh he's always been a uh a little bit injury prone he's always played like 60 70 games a season uh and we were expecting that and he missed a couple of the games to start i expect him to, to play around 50 games depending on how, uh, how many games we miss in total uh, but you know, you want to see him get in rhythm. He was, he was finally playing well. He's finally looking comfortable. He played, he was playing a little passive as well. I don't know if that was injury or just him. Uh, but I, I like this as an opportunity for the young guys, the guys who aren't getting minutes for Gabe Vincent to, to, you know, play off that performance. He had Are you trying his, to spin uh, this into a positive Hey man, we gotta do it. We gotta we gotta get viewers what? in here. Savon, <laughs> what kind of propaganda is that? He you got to. You got to. <laughs> That's coach speak. Whoa, that was amazing. I mean, you have to find uh, what the silver lining in in the COVID cloud, right? I mean, I. 
If they're so I'm not reading all the health and safety protocol, but if they're in quarantine or wherever it is, again, like you said, we're starting to get some rhythm, <laughs> some flow. Not only are these guys not playing, won't be able to practice. So that just continues to to deepen the the or furthers, you know, the it just highlights more that it'll be harder to to get some chemistry, to maintain some chemistry, and then to take that chemistry forward. We have guys in and out. We already said Jimmy is good for 50, 60 games. Um, and then, again, you're throwing in COVID, you're throwing in all this stuff. There has to be, I don't know, it's, it's going to be tough to find any rhythm, any stretch, any, any continuity, really. Yeah, Tiff's in the chat saying that he can't afford for this to happen. They have yet to hit a groove. And and I think that's kind of the the greater point. It's like they haven't looked good. And I think they have times against some bad teams that they've looked, okay, that Washington game was the most uninspired win uh, they've had. And the Oklahoma City game, I think really, Siobhan, the only times that I've had confidence in them was the Oklahoma City game that they look really good. And also the the Milwaukee game where they, they beat Milwaukee. And you can at least say, okay, they came back from double digits down and they did it. Cause even the Pelicans game, you know, Duncan hit a million threes and I didn't, it just didn't, it felt like whatever felt like taking yeah. care of business. Yeah. Um, so it, it's concerning. It is, you know, she's right. We haven't hit a groove. Um, maybe, so maybe if this, if this came toward the latter part of the season where we're definitely more interested in resting guys, sitting guys, um, stuff like that. And we built up a, a rapport. Um, we still got to get precious acclimated. We still have to get Avery, no Momo. So there's that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it, it's, it's terrible timing. And because it's the, still the start of the season. So I guess the flip side of that is, okay, there's enough time to, to write the ship. But I don't know, you put too many more holes in the ship, the ship might not, you know, hold water enough to, to get it right. They are, they certainly do not have an airtight vessel. And uh, all this is doing is hurting that. Frankly. You know what I also, I thought about, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go, go. Listen, we're heapy. We interrupt I, each other. You go. <laughs> I was look so I was thinking about like the off season and how few mute, how few moves we actually made. And then you look at the Lakers and they retooled their ass off. They brought in, names and names that can produce names that are going to give you something. Dennis, Mark, uh, Montrell, Montrez, right. Um, they, they, they brought in not only more bodies or more productive bodies. So not only did we not really make, you know, many, many moves, but the moves that we do have don't match up to those types of, you know, our bench isn't, productive or or is or is not i don't know i, I just think they don't have we, starter quality guys we don't like, have starter quality guys right especially with our starter quality guys being out i think when you look at them compared to last season and you're totally right the lakers have guys now that you trust in a playoff rotation when we were talking yep. on this show last season like i think the heat after you know from three to nine have the better players Right. Because you're just like, how much do we trust KCP and Kuzma and Danny Green, who looks like he can't play anymore? Right. Like, you know, all these guys that you have a lot of question marks about. 
now you have, you know, suddenly Dennis Schroeder and 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 Montrez, who are just incredible together, and, and Marcus All, right? And, and these guys that you can really at least maybe not trust in the playoffs, but at least Mark and Dennis, you know, you trust in, in certain matchups and they give you flexibility. You know, the Heat really, I think the only guy that might see playoff minutes is Avery Bradley. And mm-hmm. who knows how much? Because you know, Harkless, uh, no Momo, Harkless doesn't appear to be that guy. And and unless you know you count their draft acquisition in Precious. It, it's not, it's not looking great. Right. And, and that's not even uh, counting losing Jay too, who is a big part of the team uh, in the bubble. You know, um, I, I definitely agree with, with Siobhan that, that the depth hasn't gotten stronger and then could hitting our team this hard with losing our three best players. It's uh, it's going to be really tough to, to maintain, you know, you hope, you hope that they can string along. I mean, they're f- playing Philly, who's been hit uh, with COVID themselves. Uh, we'll see if Ben Simmons is able to play. No way that game gets uh, but played, man. No way that game gets played. It, it's crazy, man. It, sh- it shouldn't be played. It shouldn't be played. This this whole thing should be shut down for a couple weeks. Let us get it together. But I I, I mean, the, the, the TV contracts are making that difficult as well. So kind of to the bench point, the Heat, when Goran Dragic is on the court, they're plus 12 net rating in 188 minutes. And when Gorn's off the court, they're minus 12 in 196 minutes. So the starters haven't been good. I think a lot of the bench guys have been fine. And, and it's really Goron and Precious. And also, when Precious is the lone big out there, they're plus a lot. And it's not even close. And that was kind of my argument with starting KO. And they, they're, they're playing KO and Precious a lot together, which honestly, I, I kind of want them to dial that back because KO's Precious is so good alone. So when Precious is on the court without Bam or KO, so when he's the only center, they're plus seven in 60 minutes. And Bam and KO and Precious are um, minus 0.9. So, like, they're ba- they're barely breaking even. Um, Wait, the three of them together? No, Precious and, and KO. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, no, Bam. You added Bam. Bam I thought by, you by said Bam, Precious, and KO. Bam, yeah, and, uh, Bam and Precious have played one minute together, and they are minus 150 <laughs> per 100 possessions. Uh, so, uh, and by the way, uh, and I don't know how much of this is the Milwaukee game, but in 133, it can't be that many in 133 minutes when bam is the small ball five, uh, they're minus 13 per hundred possessions. That's also them playing Mo a lot in that, yeah. in that sample. So like, but that's the thing. That's the thing that Siobhan was mentioning about like the problem with the off season, you know, and, and, you know, we obviously know that that a big part of that was them making 2021 free agency plans. Um, so they didn't want to add extra money, but you know, the Lakers were able to add uh, Dennis, Mark, um, Wes Matthews as well. Yeah. And, and Montrez, and that's four rotation caliber guys. If we would have landed West Matthews, we would have been throwing a party. And that's a guy, that's a guy Siobhan forgot. <laughs> that's yeah. saying a lot. I did forget yeah. him. Yeah. And he and that's a minimum level player uh, for them. So like the that's the problem with us not really adding to or able to add to our depth. And now you're seeing it that we're gonna have to play Max Struess so much for this next game. So Bam, without Harkless, they're plus five per hundred in two hundred minutes. Bam with Harkless, they're minus thirty seven in forty minutes. Yeah. So. It's, I mean, I think, I think we should have the qualifier of any time that they play anybody that has bad on off data. We have to filter it without Mo Harkless. Yeah. 
It's a, it's like the difference between the Raptors and Toronto and Tampa. But I will say this: when Bam is the small ball center, I'm not even going to give that the time of day. When Bam is the small <laughs> ball center, without Harkless and without Olenek, so that he's truly the small ball center and without Harkless, uh, they're they're getting outscored. They're minus two in 99 minutes, so a lot better. But still, those lineups have not given them the fruit that they need. I think part of that is they don't have a four that they trust in the yeah. small ball lineups. I think Jimmy mm-hmm. might be the guy. But again, you don't want to run that. In, that might be the playoff card. Again, I'm not a fan of that. I think he's too small for long stretches, but it kind of is what it is. Um, I think it's matchup dependent, though. I think against the Celtics, they can get away with it. I think against the Bucs, I can't. I think when they play the Bucs, they're just not. And let's yeah. remember that the Bucs right now have the best half-court offense in the league. The Heat, if you're going to downsize against them when they do go big, that's just a problem. And while Giannis is not going to post up Jimmy, I do think that the pressure that Giannis provides that on ball defender is a lot. It's going to take from Jimmy on the other end. And it's Jimmy's going to have to make decisions on when to reach, when to not. And that's going to affect the defense. So I'm not. Why won't, why won't Giannis post up Jimmy? Because Giannis is a bad post up player. He is, but, and that's on his fault. Like that's. To he just doesn't. Burn, he's just adverse to it. He, I mean, that's that's the criticism. I mean, he doesn't have that, and and that's why the Heat were able to switch on him a lot. Yeah, we're just small. We're small, and we don't have people. Because like the thing with Jay Crowder was, I mean, the solution to that is you post up Jay Crowder, and I, while Jay is small, yeah. you know, Giannis yeah. <laughs> Giannis is almost seven feet tall, right? Uh, but he doesn't have that, and and you know that's why Jokic is batshit crazy because he can post up and whip the ball around the court. Like nobody has that. That's, that's a big thing with the Pacers, by the way, because Demonte Sabonis is a monster in the post and all that cute switching stuff doesn't work against a guy. That'll be like, I'm getting 1.2 points for possession when I get down here. Oh, you want to send the double? Well, I'm the one of the best passing big men in the league. That's where that stuff gets a problem. But, I mean, they can guard him with Bam and they'll be fine. So, I, I'm not worried about Sabonis. But just kind of schematically in general, the, the Jimmy at the four stuff, I think, becomes a problem when there's a guy who can post them up. That that becomes a big – that becomes, like, kind of an untenable situation for them. Uh, it also depends, like, if they're adding something. Because, uh, I mean, if I, – I get offensively, like, the um, hypothetically, the Goron, Tyler, Duncan, Jimmy, Bam lineup will, like, blow teams out of the water with offense offensively. Uh, but defensive, you know, you got to see defensively if that's going to, how that's going to do. I I would be curious about it. Goran looked better uh, in the short sample of the playoffs defensively than he did all season. And really since the last couple of years and uh, Tyler and Duncan, I would say they've both improved a lot. Uh, Duncan. They're not yeah, Dun- positive though, Frankie, like they're at best yeah, but- a neutral. Yeah, yes. but are we also taking into account short off season, short rest, and and, and all that? The, the we know some of these numbers are wishy washy right now. We know they got to even. They're over an extended period of time. We'll see. We'll see how they go. I'm saying right now with with the way the things are for the Heat, they should be trying shit. They should be trying shit, especially a number that uh, I mean, not a number, but a lineup that could perform that well hypothetically on offense. So chat saying, how do you guys feel about the heat trading for Larry Nance Jr.? That's a guy that's been incredible for Cleveland this season. Um, legit defensive player of the year candidate. Um, he could switch a little bit. He's a drop big. I don't know about playing him a power forward. I, I, I think that if the heat really want, they, they want a guy who's a little quicker and who's a little more reliable on the switching. 
Um, his three point shooting is good this season. It's at 40%. He's never been above 35%. He's been about 35% once, which is last season. I don't know how that holds. Um, Hasn't been playing a lot of three this season. He's just not as switchable as I'd like. I think they, they use him as a drop big, uh, kind of containing that. And by the way, Nikai's Duncan, our own Nikai's Duncan, pun master and statistician here for Heat Beat, uh, who also works for Basketball News, uh, has a podcast out. It's called The Dunker Spot with Steve Jones Jr. Uh, is it Jr.? Is it Steve Jones Jr.? Or just Steve Jones, whatever. Uh, they have a podcast for Basketball News, and uh, it's great. You should check that out. Nikai's is a dear friend of ours. And he's moved on to great things. And it's honestly, it's, it's an, it's a great show. And if you want to learn about basketball, listen to that because Nikias and Steve are two of the damn smartest people covering this league. And it's a treat to listen to them talk uh, really, really deep in the X's and O's. Uh, Alex is saying that he's their starting small forward. Um, I've, I, they, they play small a lot with him at, at kind of fours or fives. Um, I'm not sure he, about his switchability, uh, oh. but. No, he's he's been pretty solid over the past uh, on switch. I just dead wrong here. Stuff. He's he's really good defensively. No, he's I great. Be opposed to it, he, he's, um, been, he's been incredible. He's played most of his minutes at the four, but he does start at the three for them. They they start the wonky lineup with uh, Love at four and Andre Drummond at the five. Your your favorite. Uh, did so you see that yeah, offensive I, possession I, he had? Siobhan, <laughs> yeah. did you see it? Andre, oh my god, yes. <laughs> Guys, uh, just to peel back the curtains a little bit, Gianni has this weird obsession with hating Andre Sucks. Drummond. Sucks. He for no reason. He's for no bad, reason, Siobhan. he just hates him. Siobhan, he's, he's a bad not, basketball he? player. He like he eats rebounds because he's a million feet tall and he's strong. He's not a good basketball player. Like he's a bad defender. He has some feet. He's like just literally does not make good decisions. He like has like zero to no ball skills. He's bad. He's just enormous. Like he he's just like not like if he wasn't seven feet tall. If he was six seven, he would not be in the league. He's just well, like it doesn't a, matter. It doesn't he, matter. Why? But he's because bad. he's seven feet tall. Hassan Whiteside counts for something. Hassan Whiteside is a better basketball player than Andre Drummond. Hassan Whiteside is not a basketball better basketball yes, player than me. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. I'm telling you. <laughs> if, if Hassan Whiteside was 6'7", he would not be in the league either. All right, what are we exactly. doing here? <laughs> no, you, you see you see the little rock, the baby, on, on the fast break that he had. You know, it's just... Oh, it's, my God. There's something there. There's something, there's something deep down. Sh- Siobhan, a couple years ago, Gianni tweeted that, that take that uh, Andre Drummond is not better than Hassan Whiteside. That thing was the most ratioed tweet of all time. <laughs> it was literally over 300 Cambys. The Marcus Camby. Yeah. It was literally over 300. We were at a it bar. Was, we were watching We were watching Sixer Celtics. It was you, me, Alf, Christian, and Nikias. And that, I, I unleashed that take on the world, and I got ratioed so hard. You got ratioed there. We told you not to tweet it. You're like, I'm going to tweet it. You ratioed me in person. You ratioed me in person. And then I I took it to the timeline. And I was getting the blue check marks doing it too. Everybody was doing it. Everyone was getting on it. And it wasn't just Heat heat fans. It was fans from from everywhere. Pistons fans. They're like, what are you talking about, bro? I don't even like Drummond. Duncan Smith, (laughs) one of the great people covering our league, just sent me the Marcus Camby thing. Uh, (laughs) Deadhand55 in chat says Drummond can pass. That is debatable. Um, Alex Toledo in chat, Troppy Baby says Nance is signed through 2023 with one of those weird contracts that decrease, similar to Harrison Barnes, who's another guy that I think that would mm. be nice fit on the Heat. Um, you know, where is he? Is he in uh, Sacramento, Sacramento still? Yeah, he's in Sac. So those are two guys to look at. 
Um, I mean, even if Andre is terrible, like if I just need a big ass rebound grabber, then fits a role. I don't, you know, need Andre Drummond to take you to the promised land. Give me 12 boards a game. I'd rather have Dwight Howard. I'm not, I'm just like, I'd just rather have Dwight. Oh, he's more mobile. This, this I don't I mean, like, you know, whatever. Precious better. I'd rather have Precious. Precious better. Guys, I tomorrow. think Precious is gonna be good. We just gotta develop him. Give him time. Precious oh, he, is gonna be good. I, I think. Good. I think within the like the next two three years, when Precious puts on like, because Precious is still pretty yeah. light for a big man. He's like yeah. five. Looks like he's got to add like twenty more pounds of muscle. He's got. If Zoe puts him under his wing, he could look like Zoe. Well, he's he not pisses the- me off. He doesn't jump. Me and Tiffany talk about it all the time. He will not jump. No. Like I just, he doesn't get high <laughs> off the ground, like but Z-Bow? looks like a crazy athlete. What are you doing? He's, and he's up. got a crazy vert. He just reaches. Yeah, but he just, he just reaches for the ball. Yeah. And like a, two inches off. <laughs> he's a guy that's like, he has an NBA ready body. Like he doesn't look like he doesn't belong, but you could tell that he doesn't yeah. have it filled out yet. Yeah. Like he's going to get bigger. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he's like similar to Hassan in body. Like he's going to like be really big and muscular, like super broad shoulders, mm-hmm. push guys out of the way. Um, I, I, like, and by the way, they, He's going to be one of the, he's one of the few guys that's not in the COVID protocol. So that's that's probably going to be the starting center if they play tomorrow. It's probably going to be him, um, him Kelly. and Kelly in the front court. Like, kind is of, Joel playing? Uh, I don't know. I that's, think he was out right now. Well, I mean, the, he, the Sixers are claiming he was hurt, but he's also he also I think is really scared of COVID because he was so I don't know. The situation is weird. Tabon, the answer is I don't know. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows. Like nobody knows who's available. Um, which is why we need a pause. Which is why we need a pause before we go in case they play tomorrow. There's a chance that they do play tomorrow, although I would advise uh nothing. Apparently the Suns are losing by 20 to the Wizards right now. Uh Marco 95R says in chat, which is really funny. The Wizards. And watch, somebody on that Wizard team is gonna come away with a positive test because it's a tradition like no other. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. 
With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. Probably probable starting lineup, Heat, Hero, probably Andre, KO, Precious. I, I think that's the and move Duncan. there. You named four people. Duncan. 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 Tyler, Duncan, so, Andre, um, KO, Precious. Joel is playing tonight, so we okay. might see him. Oh, wow, it's going to go badly. A lot of zone. <laughs> If they play tomorrow, a lot of zone. They start. All right, let's talk about this. This is my big NBA conspiracy theory. Apparently, there's a guy named Dakota Mathias. That's not a real guy. That Come on. That is not a real guy. Matisse Steibel? No, Dakota Mathias. <laughs> Dakota Mathias. That's not a real name. No. Oh, I'm so looking at it. It's yeah. made up. That's yes, made up. it is. That's made up. That is made up. That guy. Look at that guy. Guys, chat, please take a second. Six, three. Look at look at that guy. That guy is the equipment manager. <laughs> <laughs> look at his face. That boy, that guy, that guy looks like my drug dealer. So let's let's go over again what what we're kind of looking at in terms of heat availability. So again, Dragic, Butler, Bradley. Bam, Harkless, Haslam, Nunn, and Akpala all out. That leaves Myers Leonard, one. Gabe Vincent, if he plays, two. Kelly Olenek, three. Max Strews, four. Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, five, six. Precious Achua, seven. And I think that's it. I don't don't know how they're going to get. Did I mention Andre? And Andre, eight. Yeah, Andre. So that's their eight. They they. As of right now, if Myers Leonard is cleared to play because he has a shoulder strain and that looked bad, if Gabe That's Vincent true. and Kelly Olenek are cleared to play because Vincent has some sort of sore knee and Olenek has a groin contusion, and they're probable. Uh, honestly, like at, at this point, it's like just say that they can't play because like why? Why are you going to do this? Uh, but if they if they all play, it's rough. You have eight guys. You're playing them all. Your the Struce is loose. <laughs> that's the Struce game it's, it's rough either way I'm looking let it be the Precious game I just let Precious take every shot he wants I want to see Precious shoot we said we're trying shit let Max shoot let, oh let's I don't go know. let's go Try. Let's I go. love trying shit let's, Spo loves to try shit try shit this is a great tinker game he has no choice but <laughs> the tinker the tinker was done for him <laughs> that is, and his force Eric and, and this is actually funny. I'm looking at the, at the roster again, uh, the guys available. There's only two guys available who can't shoot, and Precious and Iggy. And like, <laughs> That's what I said. There's a lot of shooters out there. We're going like, to have some – like this is the Heat might as well fuck it around and, and just shoot all threes. 
I mean, like we give up 200 points. I, like I'm for yeah, sure picking. A- I'm I'm Duncan's <laughs> on my fantasy team. Like for sure, I'm picking him up because they're gonna let he that motherfucker is gonna shoot everything. Max Struess and Duncan <laughs> and Tyler are gonna over or under 30 combined threes. Oh, over. I, I think over. I just think they're just gonna over. let it fly. I think they're gonna 30, sell out 30. on Duncan. That Doug is too disciplined. There's nobody to run a handoff with. Yeah. Oh, God, man, that too. I yeah, I, I would love to see like them, them get a little more creative this game. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Not just uh, with what? More, more. No, just more off ball stuff with Duncan. Uh, instead of you know focusing so much on the dribble handoffs, like yeah. uh, you you mentioned last time that that they re- they're running more dribble handoffs than they did last year. Oh, now yeah. somehow, yeah, and and it's not as effective because it's a nope. little more on the scouting report. And I think uh, the lack of Goron in the starting lineup has hurt them with the other uh, threat and option. So might as well just fucking let Tyler and Duncan shoot as much as, as you want. I want to specifically say that I think that the decrease in handoff productivity is almost exclusively tied to Tyler and Duncan, not shooting 45 and 40%. Mm-hmm. I just want to, I, I don't think it's, I, I just think that those guys were shooting an unreasonable amount last season. They were shooting unreasonably well. And Duncan's still a good shooter. I think Duncan's at is Duncan 41. still at 40. Yeah, Duncan's at 41%. So Duncan is still an elite shooter. But mm-hmm. I mean, what was he at? 45% last season? Like, yeah. you know, the production that they were getting was an all-time great shooting off that Bam and Duncan handoff, which is gonna, you know, bump your your points per possession up. Yeah, he's shooting 39% on eight right. attempts. Which is why so try something else, do something. Be creative this game. I don't know. Send Duncan off of some like a stagger on the baseline. Just play with stuff. Send some him double some staggers. Elevator. Yeah, some double staggers along the baseline. Send him through like some elevator screens on the on the wing. Like I want him to do that. What you're stuff. saying that Steph Clay elevator. Why don't they run yeah. it with Tyler and Duncan? Just get uh, weird. Yeah. What what choice it's, do you have? It, you start creating. You can off run the elevator. Oh, there's mm-hmm. so much to do from that. You can run some uh, crazy eights with uh, with Iguodala handling. You have Tyler and, and Duncan go the uh, screen for each other and come off double screens. You have so many options. You can be way more creative. And, and another thing about Tyler, I think I think Tyler's. You know, I want Tyler to be a three level scorer, uh, mm-hmm. but he a lot of these off the dribble stuff. A lot of his off the dribble attempts, he he's got to learn how to turn those pull ups into threes. He's not taking enough pull up. He needs, I know that's a work in progress, but he needs to take some of those space the floor a little better. He's shooting really well on those pull up twos. Like he's shooting he 50% on, on those he is, mid range. But he he is taking less threes than he did last year with more minutes. Siobhan, and more, I just, more of a ball load. I, I just want Tyler to get his legs back under him. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm okay with him maybe not uh, stretching the floor as well as he was right now because I don't think he has his confidence yet, right? He he went through the, the whole summer hearing his name and trade rumors. He got off to a, a, a rough start. Um, and so I think it's in, maybe this game, I think, you know, it's important for him to just get confident in himself and get comfortable in himself. And then, yes, work back on, you know, the pull-ups off of or pull-up from the three, um, stuff like that. I just want him to this can be a, a try shit game for him too. just let him see mm-hmm. the ball go through the rim consistently at three levels. Let him feel like he's able to do the things that he is able to do. His wizard um, tryout. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to end the show on that joke so bad, but I, I have a question for Siobhan before we go, and I want to plug our stuff for, for tomorrow. Siobhan, what What's do up? you think Tyler's shooting from three this year? I have no idea. I'm 20, not even going to take a guess. 29%. 28, 28, oh, wow. So 29% yeah. uh, on similar volume uh than last year 5.3 that's, last that's five. confidence man that's people people are tired of hearing about tyler hero people are tired of hearing about duncan robinson they already said we were fluke um they already claim you know people go at them a bit more because because they're white boys maybe they do maybe they don't i just think people are okay we saw what you did in the bubble when we already don't think that that's real do that same thing here and and thus far you know we haven't really seen that but again i think um, that's some confidence stuff. You so, said 26, tw- uh, 20, 20, 29%. The other bad thing is, so last year, Tyler was playing 27 minutes a game and he was only putting up 5.43. This season, he's playing 33 minutes a game and only putting up five, four, uh, the same 5.3, which is also my concern with the free throw shooting that he's only up one free throw from last season, considering he has a lot more on ball reps. He's playing a lot more minutes. So those kind but of, he, act- but he, but he, He's handling the ball more, right? We he has to he we gotta to get, get him more. off the ball so that he can get to those three so that he's not trying to set the table and worry about getting everyone else's game. I like Tyler as just put it on the table, go to the go get me a bucket. I I'm I think, kind of I'm kind of with Nikias on this so that you gotta have him on ball to see what you have. Because yeah. I think the ups yes. like what you're saying is he's great at that role. And we know yeah. he's great at that role. So but expand his role. Yeah. That's not an all-star. That's yeah. a really good starter. If you want him to be an all-star, he has to find his shot off the dribble. He needs it's to his operate. Second year. I know, but that's why you got to see what he has. Like, hey, yeah. this is a try shit game. Like tinker, yeah. try shit, drip drop, pull up, figure that out. Uh, I think the shooting numbers are going to get better and he'll take more. Mm-hmm. But kind mm-hmm. of uh, Alex yeah. made the point in the chat, like has to has to up those attempts. The free throw shooting is actually concerns me because he has a lot more on ball pick and roll reps and he's only getting one more attempt than last year. And in the playoffs, he's about at what he had in the playoffs last season when he was playing a lot of minutes with Jimmy and Goron. So he's not, he's the third ball handler. That to me is concerning in a, can you consistently get to the free throw line type thing? Mm -hmm. No. And, and uh, I mean, I, I love how you gave the credit and I first that he needs to shoot more threes. No, but I, I'm, try, I'm <laughs> but, trying to include, Chuck. I'm trying to get, Chuck. I know, I know, man, I'm just giving you shit. Uh, no, but he, he, he absolutely, he needs to learn how to get to the free throw line a lot better. He's driving a lot more. He needs to learn how to play against better defenders, which is great why he's starting now. Last year, all his great games coming off the bench, he got to get in rhythm against second team uh, rosters, playoffs or not. He was he was playing worse guys. So he got he got to get his rhythm in, take advantage of guys who are bottom of the roster guys, and now he's playing against the best the the best on ball guy every got every goddamn night. He wasn't Drew Holiday was not guarding him last year. No. No. Now he's seeing he's seeing Drew Holiday, then he's seeing Marcus Smart, then he's seeing Lonzo Ball. He's seeing guys who are capable and he's learning. Yeah. He's going to get better. I, I very true. I, I think he needs, he, you know, he, it's going to take time. It's going to take reps. I'm, I'm completely okay with seeing him, you know, mess up. You want to see your guards, you want to see your young guys make their mistakes. But so that by the time, um, 
when the playoffs come around, if the Heat are in a good standing, you want him to be capable of, of expanding his role and, and being comfortable at that point. You don't want him to le- be learning how to get comfortable at, at that point when an injury happens or anything like that. I mean, I think he's largely been good. I think the yeah. pick and roll ball handling numbers have been good. I think that maybe it doesn't look great, but I think he'll get there. Like you said, it's Siobhan. It's his second year. Um, but this is the time now when guys are going to be out for God knows how long. And if they're going to, God forbid, they get some games in now. Um, this is, this is his time. And, and honestly, like precious is a young cornerstone for them. I mean, build of some, build some pick and roll reps with him. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know how many minutes they've played together. Um, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't feel like a lot. I'm, I'm going to check that right now, but I mean, this, I, I guess kind of what you said, the silver lining in the COVID smoke, you know, yeah. they, they really gotta, they really gotta find something. Um, so they've played, let me pull this up. Uh, they have played exactly, uh, 75 minutes together and they're a minus. So more than I thought, but less than what? they should. You, you gotta check the, the Mo filter. We gotta, oh, let, let, let's filter from, oh, I'll, let, we'll filter from Mo. Mo, Mo, I always call it. I always write Mo Harkless, not Maurice Harkless. When I when I filter it, okay. More Harkless. Okay, so Tyler Precious, no Harkless. Okay, they've they've not played with him at all. Uh. Them have played four minutes, so it doesn't matter. Okay, um, y'all, that's been our show. Really appreciate you for coming. I know it's a weird time in our basketball sphere. Um, Siobhan, thank you for coming on. We kind of have you back on again. You are part of the team. No problem. We're excited for the season. Tomorrow, there will be a hangover time. If there's a game or no game, Alf has committed to being out here for the people. There will be a hangover time. If the game is canceled, I imagine it'll be around when tip-off would have been. If it's not, then we will do it after the game. And if they do play tomorrow, uh, Jack Alfonso and I will be here for the Heat Beat pregame show, and we'll do a wacky dumbness with y'all to get you prepped for that game. Um, Check out the pod feed. Yo, if you guys can review our pod on, on, on Apple, that'd be great because we don't have a lot of reviews, five stars, uh, Laker fans came in here over the finals and they gave us one star reviews. Cause they, uh, they, they, they fought dirty. That was biological warfare on their part. They yeah. fought dirty. They came in to give us one star reviews because we were trashing the Lakers and all these little Laker fans. It's like Laker fan forever. 24 hard, heart <laughs> uh, are commenting. These guys suck. I hate them. <laughs> I, so, and, and we went viral because G called the uh, Lakers fan a, 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 a proud boy. Yeah, I've already apologized publicly for that. <laughs> what love- happened with that? Okay, so what? <laughs> Tell the story. So what? What happened? What happened with that? <laughs> was we so Tim at Tim NBA? Who, by the way, I want to say is a great guy. Okay, this is all in the past. Um, we were kind of beefing with him because he was saying, which turned out to be correct, that Tyler Hero sucks against drop coverage and that the Lakers were going to smoke the heat and that KCP was better than all these people and that, you know, the Lakers drop and they're going to obliterate all what the heat do or whatever. So we were kind of beefing with him. And then Alex Solana looked at his profile picture and is like, he looks like a proud boy. And I was like, and the, the podcast is called Lakers Exceptionalism. So we were, you know, we were making fun of the name and we were doing Hilarious. that. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought, you know, whatever. Uh, and then Brian said, yeah, Pr- Brian did not know what a proud boy was. Our producer and <laughs> co-founder, Brian Weiss. And then he called Nikias a proud boy. Um, Nikias he said he... He said Nikias is our proud boy. Yeah, it's guys is because which is which is wrong on so many levels. Brian did not know what a proud boy very, was. Very many levels. It, he did not know. He thought it was someone that was proud of their work. I swear to God. 
and it was uncomfortable. We laughed so hard. <laughs> Brian turned every shade. He was as red as the Heat Christmas Day jerseys. It was Aww. hysterical. No, and then G tweeted him from the team account, from the Miami Heat beat account, that he should drink bleach. I did. The Laker fan. The Laker podcast. <laughs> Which, by the way, Siobhan, back in the era of the big three, I mean, that would have been just a Tuesday, right? Like, that, yeah. we used to say that to each other. So I didn't Different know the rules changed. We haven't been Different good in a times. while. So that happened. And then <laughs> Laker Twitter found me. They found the podcast. They were clipping me out of context and clipping me in context, making fun of me, making fun of the show, calling me racist to white people, which I don't, I don't even know how that works, but whatever. And they were saying all sorts of things. They were leaving bad reviews on our Apple. They were coming to our stream and talking shit. Damn. There was a Reddit post. There was a Reddit post. <laughs> and Laker fans were like, my mentions were on fire for like two weeks. I was the only one on Heat Twitter trying to beef with Laker fans. I was holding it down for y'all. So eventually I reached oh, out to Tim and I was like, yeah. Tim, this got out of hand. I, I, you know, we were just, I got in the moment. I don't mean that. I, I'm really sorry. Like I, you know, I, I should be careful. That's a dangerous thing to call people in our political climate. And he's like, oh, he's like, call, make fun of my pasty ass all you want. You know, just that, that really hurt. Cause you know, uh, cause Tim runs a website in which he curates and creates stats and in terms of tracking data and all that stuff. And Tim's like, you know, we donate a, pr- a portion of our proceeds to like black causes or black businesses or something. Oh, damn. And I'm just like, this is the nicest guy. And then, he, <laughs> and then he's like, you know, if you ever need a, if you ever need any of our metrics, you know, let me know. I'll, I'll be glad to help you. Thanks for reaching out and apologizing. Great you know, job, it's all good. Gene. Oh my God. I, Siobhan, I wanted to die. I was like, this, this <laughs> man, he's so much, he's such a better person than I am. So that's how Brian. That's how Brian and I got in trouble because of Alex Solana's comment. On the <laughs> he podcast. keeps he keeps putting Brian into it when Brian did. Brian, did, <laughs> like, just, Brian didn't go viral. We win <laughs> and lose as a team, Frankie. We win and lose as a team. No, this is this is like Mo saying, "Yeah, me and Bam had a bad game." 